Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Made Towards Mondays, and this is going to be a little bit different one, and uh, hopefully everybody's going to have a, um, um, a great time listening to it, but not only that, learn a lot from it. Um, it's, it's, we're going to be covering less of the game and more about the um, social engineering behind getting more players to your game, which is something at Gen Con I heard a lot of the guys say that you know they had a small play group and they're looking to branch out more, but it's hard to you know convert players to get to the game and that kind of thing. So um, this is going to be a really good episode, I think. And um, uh, before we get too into it, I guess we should introduce the panel of guys that are here with me every, uh, almost every single time we do this thing. Um, so, fellas. Hey everybody, this is Scott Morris. I am Vice President of Business Development for Arcane Wonders, and I love ambassadors. Uh, I'm Aaron Brosman. I'm Community Manager slash Designer at Arcane Wonders, and though Scott loves ambassadors, you do not actually get diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah, I tried, I tried that once with the UN. They did not uh, recognize my ambassadorship to Etheria, um, so I'm, I'm a little upset about that. We'll work on that. We'll work on We're that. We're still pending <laughs> with them. <laughs> well, Scott, you had this idea to do this podcast, so why don't you go ahead and open things up and kind of uh, tell the audience what, what we're going to be doing today. Yeah, so, you know, I mentioned ambassadors, you know, in my, my opening. Um, a lot of people, uh, well, I, I would say about half and half. Most people know about our ambassadorship, and, and some people don't. So the the kind of generic discussion that we hear a lot from people is, I love Mage Wars, I wish I had more people to play with. Um, or I play Mage Wars and my friend plays Mage Wars, and we really want to grow our community and get more people into it. And we just thought it would be a good idea to have a discussion around different things that people can do to get more people interested in the game, in their community, and playing near them so they have more opportunities to play. Um, there's nothing more disheartening than having a great game and no one to play it with. So there's a lot of different options that we wanted to talk about today. And I'll just jump right in and I'll, I'll kind of start talking a little bit about the ambassador so people have a baseline about that. And then we can talk about some other things. And uh, it's probably good to note here that, that both Aaron and myself uh, have run retailer uh, game stores before in the past. Uh, I ran a comic book uh, sports card and game store in New York a long time ago. Uh, and Aaron has run a uh, game store as well. So we've got some experience on both sides of the table, so to speak, around this. But for anyone who's not familiar with our ambassador program, if you go to arcanewonders.com, one of the menu links at the very top says ambassadors. And it'll give you an overview of the program itself. Essentially, they're volunteers. Um, they are people who love our games, uh, whether it's Mage Wars or whether it's things from the Dice Tower Essentials. And they are capable of being kind of the front line to communities in their area. So, for example, in Austin, we have an ambassador who goes to a specific game store every Tuesday night uh, or every other Tuesday night, and he will try and introduce Mage Wars to new players. Uh, now, sometimes that works great. Sometimes it's three, four, five, you know, six Tuesdays in a row. Sometimes he can't because personal things, you know, come into play. And I think that's kind of a, a big crux thing around being an ambassador is while uh, it's someone who can be a face of the game, it's not someone who's necessarily an employee of the company and has to, like, stick to a very, very hard schedule for things. It's really make your schedule based on what's best for the community. 
But the great thing about it is if you love our games, it's a great opportunity to both develop a relationship with the retailer, because quite frankly, most of us know retailers are very busy being retailers, so they don't necessarily always have the opportunity or the resources to say, hey, I'm going to put someone in place that's going to be the rock for this game. If anyone wants you know, to know anything about Mage Wars, I'm going to send them to Bob, or I'm going to send them to Jill. They may not have a Bob, and they may not have a Jill, and that's where the ambassadors really come in and, and make a big splash for them. Most, pretty much any retailer that I know, if you say to them, hey, I love this game, I want to teach other customers of yours to play this game, and sit down and, and show them how to do it, most retailers have no problem with that. Because for them, you're acting as an additional salesperson almost. Uh, and they're not paying you anything, which is even better for them. So from an ambassadorship, there's a lot of things you can do. And that's just the basics, right? It's just, hey, I love this game. I'm going to go to my local store and I'm going to teach people. We have ambassadors that volunteer for us at shows. Uh, we have ambassadors that run their own tournaments. We actually had an ambassador recently run a Wounded Warrior tournament. Uh, I think he had almost like 18 or 20 people at the tournament, which was phenomenal. And they're a great resource for the community, both to rally behind and for a community to grow around as having someone that knows a lot about Mage Wars and, and knows a lot about Arcane Wonders and has the capability to answer questions, help people kind of take the game at their pace, so to speak, uh, and help get people connected together because that's usually half the problem is, you know, there's two or three players in a pocket in one area of town and there's two to three players in a pocket in another area of town and it's very hard for those two, you know, pockets of people to learn who each other is. And if they have an ambassador in that area, then they have an opportunity to potentially get connected off of that. And being an ambassador is actually really easy. Uh, being an ambassador is basically it's a volunteer position as we talked about. You can go online to Arcane Wonders, like I said, and there's information there about what the expectations are around an ambassador and, and what the rewards are. One of the nice things is that for your hours that you volunteer, we actually provide what we call mana in our online store, and you can use that mana to get product. So if you want to get uh, more Mage Wars products, if you want to get some accessories, if you want to get some things that we have on there that are unique to ambassadors, you can get those things as rewards for putting your time and effort into helping us promote the game. So there's a lot of great things about the program overall. It really is an awesome program. There, there hasn't been a single game that I have found or discovered yet that I... I don't know if care is the right word, um, but th that I'm really drawn to like I am Mage Wars. And there's nothing more that I like to do than to sit down with a new player to Mage Wars, show them how the game works, and just to see that look of like, oh my goodness, this game actually exists? This is amazing. And and there's been so many times I've done that at my local game stores. In fact, on the um, in, in a few weeks, we're going to have our monthly um, uh, tabletop day and uh, we're going to be showcasing Mage Wars as we always do on a couple tables, which is going to be a lot of fun. So introducing this game to new players, to me, is in itself a very rewarding experience. Uh, Scott, what do you say, if, if, if I have a 
let, let's say I'm a guy in a, in, a, in a small town, uh, which you know I am, um, and there there are just not a lot of uh, Mage Wars players. Did you just say you're a big fish in a small pond? <laughs> no, 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 just just a guy. Uh, um, yeah, just a guy. Um, if, um, let's say there's just not a lot of Mage Wars players, and we've got players that are already committed to other games where they have quite a bit of investment, whether it's Magic the Gathering or Warhammer or another type of miniatures type game. What what are some ways that I can um, uh, what are some ways that I can kind of th- extend that olive branch out um, and, and show them the world of Mage Wars that will not make me come off like a guy who's trying to sell somebody something? Sure. Um the biggest mistake I see people make, me personally, um, when introducing Mage Wars to a Magic player or to a Warhammer player, which are great examples because they're the two big ones that most stores have, you know, organized play players in. Absolutely. Um, the biggest mistake I see people make is tell them initially, have you played Mage Wars? No, I haven't. Oh, well, it's way better than your game. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like, it's literally almost an insult. Yeah, well, let me write that um, now, one down because that's my opener. So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean it. It, it really kind of is, right? Because I mean, let's be very honest. Magic is a great game. It is. Warhammer is a great game. It wouldn't be a you know great game if it didn't have so much support behind it. And they are two of the most supported games from a player community and from a, a company perspective. They're great games. I still play. I actually still play both. I don't have my Warhammer army anymore, but I will borrow a friend's every now and then, and I, I will play. Um, but to to go up to someone and say, "Oh, well, this game is better than your game," or "It's better than what you're playing," even if you don't mean it as an insult, if you mean it as truthfully, "Hey, I love Mage Wars, and and I think it's great, and I want you to think it's great," immediately telling them, "Hey, it's better than your game," is basically saying, "Hey, dude, you're wrong," or "Hey, you're playing the wrong game." And, and it can really be a huge, giant put-off to that person. And you don't want that, right? I mean, you want the experience to be a good experience. That's why people play games, is for the experience. So what I usually do when I run into a heavy Magic player, and I've introduced Mage Wars to tons of heavy Magic players. Uh, I used to play uh, Magic pretty heavily and professionally in tournaments and, and get into stuff like that, and I was never very good at it, but I knew a lot of people, so I've introduced it to them. Um, the first thing I tell them, you know, I'm like, you know, you play Magic. Yeah, I play Magic. I love Magic. Okay, great. Have you looked at Mage Wars? Like, that's the first thing I ask them. Have you, have you even looked at it? Don't even play it, but have you looked at it? And if they say, well, yeah, I mean, I know what it is, or I've seen it, or I've heard about it. I'm like, cool, well, maybe we could play a game one day. That's my first question. Like, I don't immediately try to force them to the table. I'm just like, well, maybe we could play a game one day. And almost everybody will say, yeah, sure, yeah. And if that's the case, then you say, cool, well, you know, do your magic thing Friday night. Maybe we can get together Saturday, or maybe we can get together Sunday. One of the bigger mistakes I see people make uh, is thinking whether they're an ambassador or whether they're just a fan of our game, they they can go to a store on a Friday night playing Friday Night Magic and just plop Mage Wars down and try and suck people away from uh, playing Magic. And that's pretty hard, because people go to a store on Friday night to play Friday Night Magic. Right. So that's called Friday Night Magic. Exactly. <laughs> so trying to pull people out of that when they're like, well, I'm here for this, and, well, that looks cool, I'm here for this, you know? It, it, it again, poses something to them that, that causes consternation. So you want to you wanna make it as simple of an introduction as possible. Um, so that's, that's usually what I start out with is just, you know, well, hey, have you looked at it? Yeah, well, cool, maybe we can play a game sometime. 
Now, the first negative reaction to something like that is usually, well, yeah, but I don't own anything. Or, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know any of the spell books or I don't know anything about that. And the answer is always, that's okay. If you love the game, you could easily bring apprentice spell books. Or if you love the game and someone is very good at magic, for example, you could bring a, a, a more, you know, design spell book and teach them how to play in a way that is simple to them to understand and, and easy for them to get into. Mm -hmm. The big thing is is remember, and you're going to laugh when I say this probably, the big thing to remember is when you're introducing someone to Mage Wars, don't crush them. <laughs> no. I've, seen, I've seen so many people <laughs> introduce their friends to Mage Wars, and they just throttle them. Yeah. You know, they'll bring a necromancer spell book and ziggurat of the undead, and all of a sudden it's like, well, look, I have 4,000 zombies in your, your toast, you know? And the other person's like, wow, yeah, man, that's a great game. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> you know, people people don't like that. Now, I'm not, t I'm not saying, like, throw a game. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, make it so that the experience is one that will make that person want to play again. Make it so that it is intriguing to them and challenging to them. Um, to me, the challenge is not so much um, getting people to play Mage Wars. Because when you, when you talk to them, I can get almost anyone to play Mage Wars and give it a shot. Mm -hmm. The hard part is finding people. The hard part is truthfully having that initial discussion even if it's a total stranger, right? I, I mean, I ran into a guy at a game store. I was me. I was not there, you know, working as, as vice president at Arcane Wonders. It was just Scott, and I was in a game store, and he picked up Mage Wars. He picked up the box, and he's looking at it. And I said to him, I said, have you ever played that before? He goes, no. He goes, I'm thinking about it. He goes, it looks really cool. And I said, well, you're going to laugh. I said, but I'm actually, I, I work for the company. He's like, are you kidding? I'm like, no. I said, I'm just, but I, I, I don't even live here. I said, I'm just traveling through and, and, and stopped in. I said, so it's just, it's funny. So if you have any questions, just let me know. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And that was it. I walked away, right? I didn't, didn't pressure the guy. I didn't, didn't bother him about anything else. It's just, that was it. And then he comes by and he says to me, he goes, hey, he goes, so the guy at the front desk says there's like two or three people that play that game here. You know, how competitive is it? What can happen? And he just started asking questions. Awesome. And it was great. And it was, it was an awesome conversation to have. But sometimes that's how you have to approach it, right? You have to approach it with a little bit of uh, humility, so to speak, and, and, and not trying to shove it down someone's throat that, hey, this is the greatest game ever. And I think it is. I love Mage Wars. I mean, I wouldn't have come to work for the company if I didn't. And, and I do think it's better than Magic, and I do think that it's better than Warhammer. But I don't ever want to tell someone, hey, you're not doing the right thing if you're playing Magic or you're playing Warhammer. I want them to feel, hey, this is another great experience you can have, and we have people that can play. But well, even after you do all that, the challenge then is getting your community built and getting your community put together. And uh, before we started recording, Aaron made a very good comment, and I'll, I'll let Aaron kind of expound on this, but this is the effort to grow a Mage Wars community is not a light switch, and it is not overnight. It's something that's going to take time, and it's going to take focus, and it's going to take a little bit of effort. So, uh, Aaron, I'm sure you've got a thousand thoughts on that. <laughs> no, that's fair. The first thing I'd say is... So, uh, Scott had said that he used to work at a, a comics and gaming store in New York. I uh, managed a uh, video games and gaming store in uh, in Indiana for 
several years, um, and I had worked there a total of nine. Not all of that was managing it, but I've I've been working before this job. I've been working retail in a gaming store for quite a while. Um, the biggest thing I would say is, and this doesn't this is not just for Mage Wars. This is any game. Remember that we're all nerds. Um, and there's there's a lot of layers to that, the first of which being everyone's a nerd about something. Uh, everybody has their one thing that they love and that they um, have no shame about and that they, they, they totally will go after because it really drives them. Um, everybody has that. Secondly, no one ever wants to be told that that one thing that they love is bad um and and so that goes with what scott was saying you never want like i played magic a long time i played uh warhammer for 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 many years and i thoroughly enjoyed my time in both games um and i don't really play much of either at the moment but you know i in my time working in game store i came to the conclusion that i wanted to be the guy who helped you find the game that you really loved. And that if I could help you be able to play the game that you really loved, that's what I wanted to do. Um, and because I, I've played tons of, of old games, tons of canceled games, tons of uh, underappreciated games, I was always the guy playing um, like, oh man, you know, you should come over here, we can totally play a game of Versus. You know, and people be like, what's that? You know, so I was always the one playing the weird game, but if that's the game you love, play the game you love. So when you're when you're introducing people to Mage Wars or to any game that you love, keep in mind they can still enjoy it even if it's not the game that they like the one that truly drives them. They can still enjoy it, they can have a good time and they can participate with you. Um but don't don't insult the game that they love because you know everybody has those and we're never going to agree on all of them so that's the that's kind of the first thing is that you want to be mindful and you want to be respectful because too often times um nerds get in nerds that's a subsect but but gamers in general get uh in that mindset of you know, the one I like is right, the one you like is wrong, and that's just not the case. And you're never going to, you're never going to get a good playgroup if you attack another playgroup. So that's the first thing, and that kind of just dovetails off of what um, Scott was saying. But as far as um, effort, in my time at uh, the store in Indiana, I started. Uh, numerous playgroups of games um, but the formula was always the same you need an anchor you need a rock you need someone who's going to be the guy who puts the time in um, it's not it's not hard from a technical standpoint to get a group started it's not you know like this doesn't require you know someone of incredible skill or incredible um you know, eloquence or anything like that, the first thing that people want is to see you there. 
Um, if you say, hey, every Wednesday is going to be Mage Wars, and you show up every Wednesday, they're going to see that, and they're going to know, hey, I can depend on this. I know that I'm going to be able to get to play the game that I want to play. And and that's that's a huge thing is is that kind of dependability. And obviously, like Scott said, you you know, people have lives. It's it's not going to be, you know, 100% all the time. I mean, you're not. This is not a nine to five job. You're doing this because you love it. Um, but keep in mind that consistency shows people that you're serious. It shows people that this this is of value to you, and it also shows people that they can they can actually play the game they want to play if they come then and that's the big thing is you have to have an anchor so whereas it doesn't take a lot of it's not there's not high requirements on skill or or something like that it does take a lot of time and un, unfortunately um as my time in the game store went on over the 9 years I was working there in the last few years I could anchor nothing, um, and I will tell you most game stores are that way, is that you can't, your staff are not going to be the people anchoring things most of the time, because their time is spent on all the things to keep the store running. Um, and sometimes that means, you know, running Friday Night Magic, sometimes that means running events for, you know, Warhammer or other games, but they're going to be keeping the store running, and so if the game matters to you, then you're the best person to anchor that game. Um, that was that was the kind of the the other big thing I learned working retail, um, is that passion passion shines through. Um, when you care about a game and you're passionate about it and you're and you're like no 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 I really love this game, that shows through. Um, my old boss used to like to say that I was a horrible salesman. But I got really excited, and that was contagious. And so that worked for me. Um, and whereas I would disagree, I wouldn't say I was a horrible salesman. Um, I am definitely not a Willie Loman, but that was totally true, is that that's how, that's how I was able to help people, is I got excited about a game. And when I got excited about a game, genuine excitement genuine passion shows through people see it and they they want to be a part of that and i don't know how many games that i introduce to people sheerly off the basis of me going oh man you're looking at sentinels of the multiverse i love that game and then talking about it for a good 10 minutes and then going hey you know you come down sometime we have you know i'll bring my copy in and we'll play it you know it's that kind of thing it's genuine enthusiasm and genuine passion um and that's that's one of the big things about being gamers that's why i said everyone's a nerd because we all have something that we're that kind of passionate about and when you have that it's it's easy to show that to people it's easy to get other people excited um so that's that's my experience in the realm of making playgroups that's yeah, consistency is the biggest word out of that entire conversation, um, and and not necessarily consistency in days and times and things like that. That is part of it, but it's the consistency of of loving the game and the consistency of showing people you love the game. Um, that that 
that, that can do more than any sales pitch of, from any of the best salespeople in the world. You know, when somebody sees somebody else loving a game and loving the experience the game provides them, they immediately get intrigued, like, well, I want that. I want to know how that person's having so much fun. Um, that can happen really easily. Uh, there's also, you know, you can have all of these things and still not grow a community. You can have someone that comes every night at a week or every other week. You can have two or three players that are there consistently, but you still could have trouble growing a community. And for me, that's where social media comes in. Um, we've had a lot of success with retailers and with ambassadors over the last couple of months through social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and things like that. Where, for a great example, is a, a group that's in Venezuela. And I had a retailer who contacted me who said, hey, I want to carry Mage Wars, but we don't have a distributor. So we went through and, and helped them, you know, get Mage Wars in the store. And he immediately was like, you know, well, I want to build a community. I want to help people. So we talked about the ambassadorship. And he was thinking about some people that might be, you know, fans of the game already that could be good ambassadors in Venezuela. Well, he immediately had his guy who runs Organized Play start to take Mage Wars as an event and start to post it on Twitter. So what they started doing is they would have a tournament every other Friday, and they would start posting pictures saying, hey, we're playing in Caracas. Here's the Mage Wars finalists. They'd take pictures of the people playing. They'd take pictures of the games. And they would put a good 10 to 20 pictures up every other Friday night. And that started people who were following our Twitter, because we have about a 1,000 people on our, our Mage Wars Twitter account, which is at Mage Wars. Um, people saw that, and there were people replying, going, hey, wait, I live in Caracas. Where are you playing at? And it started getting more people. And they're getting a lot of people. They're getting, like, between 15 and 20 people now, uh, which is phenomenal. And that's kind of how they started, you know, grassrooting their community is just, you know, constant – information and constant contact with the public of this is what we're doing at a store. Now, while the store did that in this case, that doesn't stop somebody as an individual from doing the same type of things. Uh, for example, here in Austin, when we go play, we usually find a central area like Dragon's Lair or Emerald Tavern, and we'll post on our Facebook pages uh, or we'll post on the Mage Wars page, the, the Mage Wars Facebook page, uh, or we'll post in the forums and say, hey, we're playing here. And it starts to get people interested in it. Um, the forums is a great, phenomenal resource. Uh, you could go into the events portion of the forums and you could say, hey, we're going to play in Lexington, Kentucky, or we're going to play in Miami, Florida, or we're going to be playing in Seattle. And just put it out there and people will find it. There, There's a lot of people that have found each other just through our forums. But then on top of that, we have our Facebook page that we allow fans to make their own posts on. And we have many people that will go on there and just say, hey, same thing. I'm playing in Poland or I'm playing in Sweden or I'm playing in New York. And they start to find people that are located you know, nearby. And it may not seem like much, right? It may be, hey, you make a couple of posts over the course of a month or two and you find one or two people. But one or two people could sometimes double your playgroup. And one or two people could then add one or two people they know. And it starts to become a steamroll effect. And I think the biggest advice I can give anybody who's trying to grow their Mage Wars community is have patience. 
and understand that it's not going to be a light switch. And it might take you three months or it might take you six months to get four to eight to 10 to 12 people together. But once you start to get the momentum rolling, it can steamroll pretty, pretty quickly. And that's some of the most fun about it. Uh, we started a group here in Austin that had three people and we started a Facebook page and we called it the Austin Mage Wars Players Facebook page. And it was a private page that we said, okay, if we know of anyone that's interested, we'll invite them to the page and we can keep, you know, people together. And that page within three months is now up to 20 people. And it's phenomenal. And, you know, people can go on there and say, hey, I'm going to go play, you know, Wednesday night over at Dragon's Lair. Oh, cool. I'll meet you there. Right? And then that's how it gets started. So it's like with any game, there's always a, a kind of a tipping point. And it's just a matter of staying consistent and being patient to get to that tipping point to help grow it. Oh, those are yeah, you're always really looking for points. critical mass. Yes. Well, um, you guys have anything else you want to add on to this discussion? I would say um, if you love Mage Wars and you aren't an ambassador, take a second, go to the Mage Wars uh, page and go to MageWars.com or you can go to ArcaneWonders.com and at the very top you'll see an ambassador link. Take a second and read the ambassador's page. You know, Read a little bit about what it means to be an ambassador and, and what you can get for being an ambassador. And if that's for you, then sign up. Um, there's an ambassador form on there that you can fill out. Aaron and myself run the program, so uh, one of us will get back to you, and we'll, we'll coordinate on, on if there's an opportunity for you to be an ambassador in your area. Um, and then if not, if it's something that you look at and go, you know, I, I like this, I just, I just don't think that I could do this, maybe you know someone that does. You know, refer friends, get, get other people interested in it as well. Um, and then take the time to look at our Facebook page. Take the time to look at the Twitter page, at Mage Wars. Uh, Facebook is just facebook.com slash Mage Wars. And take the time to look at the forums. Go to arcanewonders.com and click on the forums and check out the events and see what other people are doing. Um, you'll see posts from retailers and other ambassadors and people like that about how they're approaching it and see what they're doing and having you know success with and engage with them. That's the best part, I think, about the ambassador community is there are a lot of guys who are engaged with each other around the country, uh, around the world, uh, you know, going, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what's working for me. And that's that's just phenomenal. Um, one of our best ambassadors uh, is overseas. Uh, his name is Jan, and he does a phenomenal job. He has done videos. He has done tournaments. Uh, he's extremely passionate about the game. And his secret is really consistency. Um, so, you know, people like that, you could see what they're doing, how they, you know, what you learn from them, uh, and how you can approach people in your area in similar ways and, and get the community growing. So that, that would be my suggestions. Yeah, we definitely, there's a, there's a few guys in the forums um, who have really grown their groups, and they're always happy to talk about, um, about, you know what they did and you know sometimes sometimes there's that x factor where it's like well you know i did all these things but i don't know why it grew this fast um but you know at the same time you know they'll be able to say hey this is what's working for me this is what isn't um and and they're really good people to deal with so yeah those are all great points this is a really insightful discussion i think so um, we can keep this thing going. So why don't you guys, uh, if you, after listening to this episode, 
uh, post on the forums. We'd like to hear what you guys have done to extend your communities and uh, extend your playgroup. So I think that'll be a very good read. So I look forward to reading what you guys have to say about that. Um, as always, you can hit me up on Twitter at Let's Level Up. Um, all the podcasts and everything are available on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. So, uh, Scott, Aaron, any any final thoughts here for our audience? I would say the biggest thing is uh, if you want to grow your community, engage. Uh, if you're unable or, or just don't feel comfortable engaging, try and find someone that can engage for you uh, and check out the Ambassador Program. Uh the only thing I'd have to add is uh, it's really fulfilling to be able to to actually just delve into a community and to really, you know, grow the community, see new people, you know, get more games played. Just being a part of a community is a wonderful thing. Um, and so I would definitely, you know, recommend... You know, anybody who's, who's who's interested in this kind of stuff, feel free, jump in with both feet. Go for it. Absolutely. Well, Scott, Aaron, thank you guys so much uh, again for another excellent podcast. Thank you, everybody, listening to the show. We definitely appreciate it. Again, we welcome any feedback. Hit us up on the Arcane Wonders forums or us on Twitter. I am at Let's Level Up. Aaron is at Ned the Destroyer, and Scott is at Crits Happen. So uh, make sure you just let us know what you think. We definitely uh, look forward to... Um, keeping this discussion going even offline so thank you so much play more games <laughs>